Hey, you. Yes, sir, ma'am. Stop what you're doing. Because right now, you need to be listening to Business SOS. Yep, Business Stories of Success, where we interview successful business owners for successful business owners. How do they make it happen? How do they keep it going? Join us with your host and business advisor, Mark Adams. Hello, hello, hello. You're with Mark Adams at Next Level Business Advisor. And we have a nice treat for you today from beautiful Arizona, although I'm learning more than I need to, Miss Amy Novotny. And she's with the PABR Institute. Hi there. How are you? Hello, Mark. Thank you so much for having me on today. I'm very excited to be here. Oh, I'm happy to have you. Um, I want you to give us all kinds of insight on the PABR Institute. And I hope that it somehow includes the marathons that you run because what you just told me a few minutes ago scared me and impressed me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we can talk about that as well. So what would you like to know? Tell us a little bit about your business first. Tell us about the business that you're in and -hmm. how long you've been in it and the role that you play. How about that? Sure. So I'm the founder of it. I also call it the Paber Institute. So it stands for Pain, Awareness, Breathing, Relief. So I started off as I have my doctorate in physical therapy, started off doing, you know, work with people with pain issues, different injuries, but I switched over into coaching people to calm down the nervous system, that fight or flight nervous system that ramps us up and makes us stuck in many ways. So it can contribute to pain, which a lot of people don't realize. It obviously continues contributes to stress, anxiety, panic attacks, but it also leads to a lot of chronic health conditions. And it can even lead people to have changes in the way their muscles work that leads them to have different surgeries. It also affects blood pressure and, and heart rate, all of those things. So I work with people to shift them and to calm them down so that they can feel themselves change. And basically they learn to control their body and change their internal wiring. That sounds heavy. It does. It does, but it transforms people and they do it themselves. That's the best part of it. That must be amazing to watch the transformation that you give people Mm -hmm. in their life. I think when we talk about this further, we're going to, I'm, I'm already having a premonition if that's the right word that this is going to talk lead to how you define success. So Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get all into that too much just yet. (laughs) Um, So you are helping people transform their health by means mm-hmm. of the mind. Did I get that somewhat it's, right? It's a little bit slightly different. So the mind is part of it, but it's the nervous system. We're transforming the nervous system. So when you think about like if if it, so there you're in a house with a burning it's a burning house. Your body's going to be on high alert. You're going to go into a fight or flight mode that that causes you to want to get out as quickly as possible. That happens to us on many different levels work stresses, you know, financial stresses, relationship stresses, those things also put us in a fight or flight mode, which causes a change in the way our body moves, the way our muscles work, and it changes our nervous system. So I teach people how to change their nervous system so they can calm down so they can focus better, have better energy, better performance in their work, be a little bit more calm in their relationships, and it improves their mindset and overall health, as well as get them out of pain. 
Wow, that sounds yeah. amazing. So let's let me ask you, how long have you been um, running your institute? Mm -hmm. So we started at the end of 2018. I had just come off of a I was hired by a photographer to travel around the world literally from the Arctic to the Antarctic to keep them out of two major surgeries. And when I came back from that, I decided not to go back to a W2 job and decided to start my own business and company and start teaching this to people and around the world. That's awesome. Now, mm -hmm. I, I told you I have a, a couple of questions that are almost like pre-canned, but you just said something mm -hmm. that makes me jump immediately. What made you say, I'm not going to go back to a job. I'm just going to start my own business because that takes chutzpah. Oh, you're telling me I was terrified. Absolutely terrified. I didn't go to business school. I didn't take business classes. And I knew that if I wanted to truly live my purpose and, and help people that I needed to get out of just working in a clinic in a very small location, that I needed to start a business where I can work with people internationally. I can speak to on podcasts, I can speak on stages in conferences. And I knew if I just worked in a clinic for someone else, I wouldn't be truly helping the world the way I've seen the results. And when you have your clients come up to you and say, Amy, you have to get this out to more people. And I heard that enough. So I said, okay, time to break through all those fears. Um, you know, just go forward. And like you said, the spy just went for it and it's been a wild ride. Definitely I'm has. Sure, I'm sure. That, that's, that's really cool. So now if you're going to get this out to the world and people mm -hmm. reach people internationally, we, we want to know how to find you. So how do we find you if we want to work with you? Sure. They, you can go to my, my website is paberinstitute.com, P-A-B-R institute.com. So you can do that. Or you can, if you Google my name, it will lead you to that website as well. I like it. I like it. Mm -hmm. I always ask people, okay, so how do you spell it? And you did that for us. So you gave us a break. You already told us. P-A-B-R-Institute.com. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Awesome. And so uh, that's how folks find you and start mm -hmm. the transformation to a pain-free or painless life. It depends. If we work at it and most of my clients get to pain-free, if we shift them and they truly do the work, it's unfortunately it's not me just poof and you're good. It's there's a work, Darn it. there's a process that goes what into it. I know, and as much as I would love that, it doesn't always work that way because somehow you have wired your body to where you are. <laughs> so we there is a process, and if a person's okay with it, I'll record the sessions and give them a copy of the session so that way oh, cool. they know exactly what to do. I mean, I really want them to learn it. So if I can give a recording, I'll give them handouts, an email, truly want to see someone transform because each time I work with them, I want to give them new things. I don't want to keep doing the same exact thing over and over. And that sometimes can happen in a lot of different, like I know in physical therapy that you often are doing a lot of the same exercise over and over. And it's, it's not about that. We want to shift you. So, yeah. Nice. Cool, cool. So I always ask this question of people, even in the medical arenas, what makes you an expert in your field? Because when mm -hmm. you went to school, it sounds like that's not exactly what you did, but you kind of learned certain things to make you this expert. So what makes mm -hmm. you an expert in your field? So luckily I have the doctoral training in anatomy and physiology, so that helps. The other thing is I started doing extra courses on the mechanics of your diaphragm, the asymmetries in your body. And then while I was 
on a treadmill training for the Boston marathon, I started experimenting on myself and I started playing with my breathing. And in the middle of a treadmill run, I was changing my breathing. And all of a sudden, all the tightness went away, all the pain went away, all the typical runner stuff went away. And so when I got off the treadmill, I was like, it doesn't even feel like I ran eight miles in 56 minutes. It literally, I felt just as loose as when I got up and I didn't have to stretch. I'd stop scraping. I stopped doing the foam roller. I just stopped doing all these things that all the fitness people tell you to do. And even physical therapists tell you to do. And I realized I was on a process. I realized, okay, either I'm late to the game and everyone else knows this, but that's not true because I treated people all the time. So I'm, I'm on to something. And so then I started studying about how my breathing was related to that fight or flight nervous system and how my body position, those ribs, how that could calm me down and affect the way I breathe. And so this process, I developed it and started experimenting on myself. Then I started doing it with other people and people who traditionally would get better, like a nerve injury, it would take six months to heal. All of a sudden they were getting better in a couple months and doctors started noticing that all of a sudden people are getting better faster. So I've had a lot of experience in this area and studying it and employing it in different people, including myself. I won't teach anything that I haven't tried on myself first. Wow. That's, that's powerful. powerful. Let me ask you. So you, you, you were a physical therapist. Did I get that right? Mm -hmm. Before W2 job. Yes. And how do you classify this specific thing that you're doing now is not straight physical therapy. No, it's not physical therapy. I'm coaching people on calming their nervous system. So it's not physical therapy. So people will, you know, come to me, oh, you're a physical therapist. Mm -mm. Nope. What I do looks nothing like that. It's literally teaching people how to calm their nervous system. They're doing the work. I'm just coaching them on what to do. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now here's my question based on that, because we are really focused on business success and business stories Mm -hmm. of success. That's what we titled. You do have a special gift. Mm-hmm. You, you have classical, for want of a better phrase, training in physical therapy. Mm-hmm. What made you say, I'm not going to just start a business with my classical training. I'm going to go into mm-hmm. this new mm-hmm. process that I've learned. Mm-hmm. Because that's a business decision as well, right? I mean, it obviously is. it's a passion decision. But what made you say, no, I'm going to just do this? Because when I saw that I was getting people better, faster with this process. I couldn't go back and start teaching them old methods that I knew some of those old methods were hurting people. Some of them were keeping them stuck. Some of the things that I learned along my physical therapy program, doctoral studies, some of it was actually keeping people stuck and locked up. And so it would against go against my morals and ethics to keep going along that route. It really disturbed me. And I mean, the first five years I practiced traditional methods, there are people that I still think about to this day. I'm like, gosh, if I only knew then what I know now, I would have approached that much differently. And I would have had a much better outcome when those people, and I would erase some of the things that I taught them. And so once you, once you include some morals and ethics in that, there's no way that you can go back and you know you have to plod forward. I, there were many days where I went home crying, thinking, what in the world? I, I can't believe, one, I'm finding resistance against this new method that I'm doing. But two, all those poor people that I taught things unknowingly, you know, that wasn't serving them. And I say unknowingly because I didn't understand 
what I understand now. Gotcha. Gotcha. When you know yeah. better, you do better, right? Exactly. Exactly. That's cool. So it seems like even though you had these two different, I'm not going to say different because I don't, but slightly different uh, mm -hmm. verticals, you chose one based on not just the dollar figure, but based on your morals mm -hmm. and your ethics and, yeah. and what you knew to be right. And that's mm -hmm. interesting because for a business owner, sometimes you might have different skill sets or complementary skill sets. How do you make the choice between I'm going to go full ball in this direction mm -hmm. or split? So I'd love to get people's mindsets as to why they choose the direction they take in their business. So I appreciate you, you yeah. sharing that with us. So here's my question, the million dollar question that we ask everybody. How do you define success? For me, success is, are you doing something that impacts those around you to improve their life, but also gives you that sense of inner excitement, peace, and worthiness? Because success can be at so many levels. I don't define it in monetary terms at all. It's do you feel that just that excitement and joy, gratitude, love of life in doing what you're doing on a daily basis? If you feel that inside you, that warmth inside you, you're successful. I like it. So do you consider yourself successful? <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> I, I have yet to ask someone, which kind of makes sense, to mm -hmm. be interviewed. And I ask them, yeah. do you consider yourself successful? And they go, absolutely not. Now, I have yeah. some that say, I'm not there yet, but everybody yeah. has a level of success. And that's the beautiful part about running a business, because as you're on this journey, you, mm -hmm. you should be feeling successful. I imagine if you feel completely unsuccessful, you might need to find something else to do because that might not be what, yeah. you, what you should be doing. Yeah. So, but I'm glad that you said that you feel successful. So let's ask this question. I think people really like to know this. How? How have you made yourself successful? What have you done? So a lot of it is, has been work on myself. I, when I started this business, I had no clue about what it took to run a business. And I didn't realize at the time how much of it would require me to change as a human being. I had to change my mindset. I had to change the way I showed up every day. I wasn't a grumpy person before, but I looked at mistakes differently before than I do now. I am much more growth oriented in a, in a different way in terms of like personal development. My approaches to taking risks is different, looking at how I do, how I make mistakes. So in those ways, I've, I've really shifted and I believe it takes that in order for someone to go to have a business because you don't know what's going to get thrown at you when you open your eyeballs each day. And so being ready for change, being ready for growth, that has really helped me. And it's allowed me to grow a business despite the fact that we're now in a pandemic and that wasn't expected. We are going to get curveballs all the time. So how can I pivot? How can I shift? And so luckily I've grown a lot through this whole process. That's awesome. Awesome. So a lot of self-examination helps contribute mm -hmm. to your success, self-evaluation mm -hmm. and, and making adjustments. I, I find that a lot of owners feel the same way, right? We work on mm -hmm. ourselves first and it's not even just our skill set, but it's so many things that are complementary mm -hmm. to that. So I, I like that. Mm -hmm. um, so you found the secret to success. 
Did you have any bumps along the way? Did you make any mistakes oh. on this journey? <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. I mean, there are so many different mistakes that we make. And I mean, tons of them. There are times where you don't know if you should pester someone, how you should have some policies. I mean, I worked with a very well-known individual who was, you know, as a client of mine and I asked him for an endorsement way too soon into the relationship. He said, no, stopped working with me for a couple months. And then it was like, okay, I, I backed off and then he came back. And so we now have a very close relationship text back and forth. And it's, you know, it's very professional and it works really well, but there are so many different mistakes and I have learned that, okay, when the mistake happens, pause, what did I learn? Do not freak out and just be okay with this is my journey. Any decision I make in this, what I'm doing on a daily basis, I try to make out of the good best intentions. And from there, it's like, okay, whatever happens, one, yes, I made it with the best intentions. It may not come out the way I want. It may have been a mistake, but obviously it's something I had to learn. Um, And that includes hiring the wrong people to do different tasks for me that I thought was going to work out. And I didn't different ventures that I took different projects I took on. So there have been plenty mistakes out there, but it's all part of my learning process. And that's, that's the journey. I have to embrace the journey because at the end, if I just am only happy with the outcome, I've just wasted a whole bunch of my life. If I look at the journey and I enjoy the ups and downs of it and the people I get to meet along the way, then I've truly lived. Oh, I like that. I like that. I like also that you said when you, when you make a mistake, which we all do, you Mm -hmm. pause, right? Mm -hmm. You pause and then you're able to reevaluate and we all going to make mistakes, obviously, but you said something else. You said, when I make it, I always remind myself that I, I did it with the best of intentions mm-hmm. right yeah and so that's powerful because when we when we realize that it, we, we are okay with mistakes it mm-hmm. doesn't mean that we're not successful in fact it can help contribute to our success you know mm-hmm. that's one thing that I, I keep uh when i ask my interviewees you know how have you learned from your mistakes they all they kind of embrace it like you said mm-hmm. you embrace it you're embracing the journey not just the outcome Absolutely. So that's valuable cool cool yeah. cool Let me ask you this question. What do you think is the single biggest quality needed to be a successful business owner? I think you need to be growth oriented. I like that. Because because that's all encompassing. Because if you're growth oriented, you're going to look at your mistakes in terms of how you can grow. If you're growth oriented, you're going to accept other people's ideas and thoughts and and not just poo-poo them right away. You're going to receive them. You may not do them, but you're at least going to let it go through your brain and consider them. Uh, If you're growth-oriented, you're going to take a little bit more risks at times. You may not be the the highest risk-taker out there, but at least you're moving towards something different. And with business, we know things shift and change, so we need to be able to grow and go with those ebbs and flows of the world, basically. I like that. You, you know what I like when what, what you said there? When you're growth oriented, then you're willing to listen 
and accept what you're hearing, even if you don't necessarily do it. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Right? We use that expression, closed-minded. Right? Mm-hmm. So if you're growth-oriented, you won't be closed-minded. Yeah. Right? doesn't mean you're going to follow everything. I mean, my right. goodness, if, if that was the case, I'd really be in trouble. But I, I certainly will listen. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I kind of said that to myself several years ago. A good business person, a good pers- business person will at least listen, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, yeah. then I have to remind myself about that every so often because someone says, hey, I got my, I don't want to hear it. But, you know, I'm getting old and tired. I'm like, I don't want to hear it. But uh-uh. you're right. Yeah, <laughs> it's important. I like that. Um, you said that you have listened to good advice. Do you have mm-hmm. mentors? Do you have coaches? How have they helped you if, if you have any on your, on your business journey? Mm-hmm. I do. So. Early into my business, I joined a mastermind, a marketing mastermind. I was at a conference and I heard someone speak and I really resonated with him. And I went to uh, speak to him and he asked me to come speak at his mastermind to his group of people. And so after I did that, they really received what I said and he wanted me to continue speaking and I decided to join it. So Kyle Wilson is that person. He worked with Jim Rohn and made Jim Rohn famous. And so he was the person behind Jim Rohn doing all the seminars and that. So I joined his, as well as another gentleman named Rock Thomas, who leads a M1 mastermind, who works with entrepreneurs who want to take a, the step next step up in basically achieving success in all aspects of life, not just business, but look at other aspects, financial, developing passive cash flow. So there, are, those two have really helped me kind of along the business journey, as well as other people in my life. I had another gentleman who kind of sat down with me in the early days and said, okay, we need to focus here. Let's get some clarity in where you want to go. And um, Steve Lloyd is that gentleman's name. He's a great man out over in Florida. And so he kind of took me under his wing as well. So I've had many people as well as some women who have provided a listening ear and who I look up to. Awesome. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So would you, would you say then that everyone should get a mentor or an advisor or a coach? Absolutely. And having a mentor and advisor really helps to give you some clarity, but also even joining a mastermind where Mm -hmm. you can bounce ideas off of people. I find that invaluable. Not only does it help you in structuring and thinking about things, it helps bring ideas to your mind to help you think of things differently. And you have some camaraderie with other business owners. You never know how you might help each other as well. I like it. I like it. Um, Sometimes when I'm speaking to people, they say, Oh, I don't, I I don't want to spend money on a coach. Mm -hmm. I don't have that money to spend. I just started Mm -hmm. my business. What advice would you give to them? I would give them the advice to jump for it and to get your mentor and coach. And even if you don't have the money, find a way to get some money to do it. <laughs> hey, I, I went into debt to do it. I, I wasn't making the money and I, I spent thousands of dollars to be around a different set of people who would help me grow my business. Because if I stayed around the same people who weren't didn't have a business, I was always going to stay in the mindset of working for someone else. So I had to change who I was around. And so it meant joining a group, having a mentor, and really learning what it took to grow a business. And 
it paid for itself. It really did in terms of I got clients from that and it helped me grow and think differently so I could generate other business as well. I love it. I love it. So mm-hmm. now we're going to take this a little bit different pivot. Let's say you're talking to a brand new business owner. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give them? They're going to start tomorrow. What's the first thing you tell them? I would say go find a group of other business owners and really? just start. Yeah, I would absolutely say that. If you're going to start a business tomorrow, you need to get around other business owners as quickly as possible because you can start talking to them and say, did I do everything right? Did I, did I, you know, set up my business correctly? You have had an LLC or however you're going to do it. Do you have an accountant? Do you have a bookkeeper? Do you have all these things? And if you don't have the ability to do them yet, okay, how are you going to do your bookkeeping? If you get in a group with people and you ask that question, guess what? You're going to get probably 50 responses. It's all going to help you. So instead of coming just to me for that advice, go to a group and get around those people because you're going to get things that you never even thought you needed. I like that. And social media makes it so much easier to get with good groups nowadays, right? Yes. Um, I'm with a group for my, you know, coaches need coaches. So I have mm-hmm. a couple of coaches and we, we, I call it vibing. We vibe every week, you know, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's sometimes I don't want to get involved for whatever reason. Oh, I'm busy or I have to de- deliver something to a client. But that time when you take that time out, you, you, the, the, you know, it's invaluable what you can get from mm-hmm. it. So that's, that's powerful. I'm going to ask you another question similar to mm-hmm. the last one. If you could go back right before you started your own business, what mm-hmm. advice would you give yourself? I would tell myself, be ready to change who you are and be more open and willing to change yourself because I really had to do a lot of shifting and it's not changing the essence of me, the kindness, the, the heart centered, but it is changing my confidence, changing how I look at fear Uh, changing how I look at risks. And so I would tell myself, be ready for a wild ride and just have faith. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that. I used to use this expression on my my cousin, it's drop in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Exactly. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that's, that sounds like fun. So I have just an off the beaten path statement because we're at the end of all those questions. So you, we started before we got on online, you're a runner. Mm-hmm. Can you just tell the audience? I mean, it's part of what you do too, right? You can teach people maybe not to do it as good as you. What's your what's your longest run? So 100, 203 miles in between there. Yes. Say that one more time. <laughs> between 102 and 103 miles in the mountains. <laughs> that yes. is so unfathomable to me. Mm-hmm. And you said, how long did it take you? So that time, um, the first time was, was not in the mountains and that was 23 hours and change 30 some minutes. And the second time was 29 hours and 40, I think two minutes. And that was oh, six days after I ran a really fast road marathon to requalify for Boston. So it was a little bit on the crazy side. Wow. I just, that's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, if <laughs> I, I, if I can run on the treadmill for, uh, a mile, 
I think I'm Superman. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I will cheer you along all the way. You can be Superman. Because when I get off, I'm a out. <laughs> that's awesome. No, I mean, that's really amazing. When you told me that, I could not. Just like, wow. It always amazes me what the human body can do yeah. when properly trained. Mm -hmm. and, and that's kind of what you help people with, right? So. Absolutely. And I've taught people how to run 50 miles pain-free and it's part of it. It's, it's just calming the nervous system down to achieve whatever goal in life you want to get to. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, Amy Novotny, thank you so much for your time today. This was truly a treat talking to you and uh, just watching your journey or hearing a little bit about your journey to success. We look forward to continuing to watch you. Will I see you on the Boston Marathon on TV? <laughs> I may have already been on the TV, but in that crowd of long, a whole bunch of other people, I did it four years in a row. I'm not doing it next wow. year. I haven't, um, haven't done a marathon yet this year to qualify for it, but, um, go back and look at 2015 to 2018 and you might be able to find me in the crowd there in the race. All right. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I mean, you'll be the first one I've ever seen one. So that's awesome. <laughs> Thanks again. I really appreciate it. It was really a pleasure. Thank you so much, Mark. Did you like that interview? Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Business SOS. And please drop a comment, like us, and share. If you are a successful business owner and would like to be considered for an interview, visit us at mcataxprep.com slash business SOS. Fill out our form and we'll reach out to you. Our next story of success will be in two weeks. Don't forget to tune in.